Oh shit, wait, are we starting? I just asked him. Like, what did you ask him? What, what was your question? I was just asking if he fucked a really fat chick. Before. Oh yeah, have you ever fucked a really fat chick? Well, how fat is really fat? Like, I don't know, like, I'd say, like, damn, I don't know, how, how fat is really, you got long arms, so you that's could put your arm or yeah. arms around, like, a really yeah, big girl. Like, long that's what arms. I'm trying to say, yeah. so no one talks about this, but it actually depends on how big you are. So, like, yeah, example, yeah, if yeah. You're, if you're a really small, skinny guy, you're four foot, and you weigh, like, 100 pounds, an average-sized chick who's a little overweight, that's a really fat chick for to you. To you, yeah. You know, basically, if you got into a physical altercation, would she if he got on top of you? <laughs> would you be able to get out? Could you? And if the answer is no, yeah. then that's a uh, fucking, yeah. so okay. That's our line then. What's what's up? Did you ever fuck a really fat chick? I don't. I don't think she was really fat. <laughs> <laughs> but you might. <laughs> I got a. I got a big wingspan. You know what I'm saying? Like if one, yeah. if I if I'm picturing one or both of you guys on top of her right now. Uh huh. Both That's of us. too much for you guys. Wait, it's, it's, it's too, too much, much for us. Let's yeah. make sure that you're picturing. She's not like a banana yeah, boat. Together. <laughs> she would be able to fit like five of us. <laughs> like a banana boat. Take me and Sebastian's Spanish ass all the way from Cuba to fucking yeah. Florida. <laughs> like uh, the way they, uh, an entire family will ride a motorcycle in like Cambodia or some shit. Did you see that video of the Haitians uh, sneaking into DR in the car? And no. they take out 22, oh, yeah, 22 Dominicans people? out of a Toyota Corolla. It's really? like, I Clown swear car. to God, man. And you look at the trunk, and they're just pulling people out. And they get out, and they're just like smiling. Car. They're like, eh. You know, they're like, hey, we're going to try again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you don't have a job, so you have a lot of free time to try to Yeah, emigrate. I could be wrong. It could be more. It's not it could less be more. 22. No, it was like 22 people, and I could not believe yeah, I remember seeing how that video many people there. were. And they're not like average small like yeah. Asians, you know yeah yeah so well, it, you know what's fucked up about that is that you know they're trying to emigrate from haiti to dr which i've never imagined to be like an economic paradise yeah. that's sad uh, yeah. yeah and the worst part is they're on the but, same island yeah yeah that is the best fucking car commercial for a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> like trunk space of. and everything. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Damn, dude, I need a Corolla, <laughs> bro. What people. the fuck? Like, we're bringing back the 93 Corolla, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're doing throwback cars. You, yeah, you ever thought about smuggling shit? 93 Corolla is your fucking yeah. car. Or 30 years or something, where at that point, the car is it's a vintage cool. classic. Yeah, yeah. So, like, cars 15 years old, you're like, you got to get a better job. Man. Yeah. Like, are you good? Like, what's going on with this car? Yeah. Just let it let it age like fine wine, and then like suddenly yeah. you're the shit. Like, so oh yeah, this is a '60 Shelby or whatever the fuck. Like, so you're saying my '92 Metro Geo is not yet. Fucking coming. It's hard, not yet. Huh? Not yet. Not yet. You got to sit on it like eight more <laughs> years, and you're yeah, fine, Geo, dude. Yeah. Is it mint? It's fucking mint, bro. Yeah, it's in mint condition, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that background that you hear is the. Repair shop. That's his '93 Corolla, actually. That's, 93 Corolla. <laughs> That's fucking. <laughs> that was Miami, man. Miami, I man. Uh, my uncle gave me a red Mustang, right? Like a '99 red Mustang convertible, uh-huh. right? And it was a great car. And you I really it. liked it, but on the trunk of it was just the most god awful. Fast and the Furious 2, spoiler on it. Oh, Tokyo it Drift. Was, it was just like, man. <laughs> and, was, and it was my senior year of high school, so the car was nice, but the spoiler was just like, nice spoiler, dude. You know, everyone left that little hard like remark at the end of it. And I would always get pulled up by like 2001 Honda Civics that just, you know, 
Those whole ass, Spoiler, bro. just like mine, and then they'd be like, right next to me, and I'm like, nah, man, no, nine no. miles to the gallon, like, I can't <laughs> race. race, and they'd be like, Rawr! and I'd be like, nah, dude, the spoiler says race, but my pocket says broke. <laughs> so I'm like, no, man, I was like, I'm good, I'm good. So eventually I fucking took it to a mechanic to get an oil check, and I was like, how much would you charge me to remove the spoiler? And the yeah. dude's like, if I can keep it for free, and I was like, take that shit off right now, That's So you could have done that shit on day one? Day one. The dude left holes. You liked it, dude. Don't lie. Screws, and I was like, I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, I'm, funny. Cool, I'm cool with the holes. Like, and then eventually it was a nice car. It was like a convertible red Mustang. And I was like, all right. Fuck it. Was, was that like your first car? No, my first car was a 93 Ford Explorer that has. That's what I'm talking about. Stabs to the, uh, to the top of the roof. And I asked the dude, and he's like, it's 900 bucks, man. You want it? <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking yeah, I'll hilarious. Take it. I'll take it. Did you, what, what happened to that car? Uh, it had a leak that would, it had like a gas leak. So we, my dad, I was like, I was like 17, bro, working at Aeropostale trying to. Is that was, how you say it? Aeropostale? I don't know, whatever. Uh-huh. That's how they say it in Miami. Well, you worked there, so I figure you would be. Yeah, that's how I was. Yeah. Aeropostale. work on the weekends uh-huh. at, my, at my orchestra teacher, Mr. Aeropostale. He would let you work on the weekends at his lychee farm, and he would pay you seven bucks an hour cash. A what? A lychee farm. Lychees are like these little red fruits, kind of like mamones. Have you ever had a mamon? The no. They crack and you you don't know what a lychee is? Yeah. No. They're so good. Yeah, they're so good. Really? Oh, is it lychee? Yeah. Oh, I thought lychee. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. like leech. Why? Yeah, you know what I mean? you're not an, an undocumented immigrant, you pronounce it lychee. Uh. And, um... So I used to work on the farm, and it, it, it <laughs> passive aggression. Oh, dude, what are you? Because we're both undocumented immigrants. That hurt. But um, I used to work on that farm, and it was just like seven bucks an hour, and it was the hardest shit you can do. Fuck that job. Sounds but like a great use of your time. I didn't know that when you mowed the lawn on that big lawn mach- uh, like lawnmower, that there's a bunch of little bunnies and shit. That oh my gosh, that you don't know about. And I like, love talking cars. about this. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, yeah. I was the Genghis Khan of bunnies. You for just a fucking. While. <laughs> if you I had like a kill know. count on top of your head for bunnies, dude. Yeah, he's got like the stamp. Yeah, yeah. you'd have like all the achievements, dude. I was basically <laughs> that dude ninja who plays Fortnite and like just murders people. That, that he's like on he's killing bunnies. Shit. I was yeah. a ninja of bunnies. Yeah. At first, yeah. you were ignorant. Yeah. And then you were shocked. And then over time, <laughs> and now you're like, it's well, just like I a badge of do it, And you start to love it. Yeah. And you're like, why is Sebastian doing like figure eights in the field and shit? Chasing He's so good. He's, he, get, he, oh, he gets that. every spot, you know? <laughs> it's like He's that really funny thorough. Got away. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Eventually, I, like, eventually, I was like, why is there fur in the grass, you know? Like, what is this fur that's coming out of the grass? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm just wrecking bunnies. Oh well. Anyways, what, what about crazy, what about man. you? It's Did like you? The, what's the what's shittiest the, job you've ever had? The shittiest job. Yeah. Um. Other than being a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah that's, that's just me. That one's fun. Fuck being you, a, dude. Uh, we'll I love being edit. a boyfriend. We'll no, no, no. I love being a boyfriend. <laughs> All right. We leave this in. You're gonna have to cut that. Leave this out. in. Leave this in. Maybe it's like let it be known that. Let it be I known. Love commitment. I love seriousness of just waking up and saying we're doing this, yes. baby. Uh huh. We're, we're a team. We're a team. Yeah, a partnership. A partnership. And it's like a it's symbiote. So, so refreshing to hear that from you because. It's usually just like edit that out, edit that out, <laughs> edit that out. out. get that out. Edit that out. Okay, 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 okay. That we need to edit out. Hold on, let me make the editing sound. <laughs> All right, edit that out. <laughs> uh, that is the edit out sound. <laughs> and we are gonna use the Ableton. Uh, oh, we need a soundboard, dude. Pad. We're gonna use 
music. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have sound noises, and I'm gonna let Fabian be in charge of that. So we're gonna see how that. Goes. It's gonna turn into like. It's gonna be wild. I'm gonna just have I don't know, I don't know. It's like, make a sound bite for me. <coughs> yeah, oh, that's good. That that'll be the other editing. Song. <laughs> yeah. We need a. <laughs> He's got staff on it now. We need a Quinn. Uh, yeah, sure. Sound. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Or maybe sure. just dead silence. Sure, bro. Just talk over the soundbite. Don't worry about it. He's, he gave us a perfect soundbite. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so what's the workshop you've ever had? Um, one that I can remember. Like, actually, the, the job was pretty great for the time. Like, the money and everything. Mm-hmm. But just, like, some of the shit that you had to do because of the nature of the event that you're around. So there's a... Uh, it's just fucking annoying. I used to deliver inflatable shit like slides and like bounce like houses arm flailing tube men too no not like oh, that oh okay when you get crazy bounce like houses that. <laughs> yeah like oh, okay. yeah and like sometimes like huge like two-story high wow, that's incredible, crazy like giant slides and stuff i work it during the summers in like late high school like junior senior year and then uh over the summers in college yeah and you would have to like move these things in the back of a truck and drive all over new jersey to deliver them but, like, you, you know, you have to, like, nail them into the ground so they don't fall <laughs> over and kids don't die. So, I guess, yeah. like, the, the first, like, ten years they were around, like, there was some problem. Like, half of it would yeah. fly away or whatever. Like, you, it's like the, the spikes you nail into the ground and then you tie down yeah. the thing. Yeah, Like, yeah. huge stakes, like, three-foot-long uh-huh. stakes that you have to hammer in with, like, a sledgehammer. Yeah. So, they're like, in here for my bouncy castle. Okay, get the... Fucking vampire killing stakes. <laughs> Anti Dracula. <laughs> yeah, and the sledgehammer. Get, get the Nokia phone hammer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, number one, if someone did die in the bouncy castle, they signed a waiver. That is the worst phrase to receive when you ask how someone died. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was having the time of his life for a second, and then uh, next yeah. thing you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inflatable Bowser just fucked them up. Dude, I don't know. I don't know anything less threatening than something that you literally you go inside castle. it and you're invincible. You, you cannot put, hurt yourself. You put crazy people inside of like those things so they don't hurt themselves, basically. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and, uh, and man, a, padded, a padded cell, yeah, like the basement yeah. at Henzo's. Mm. You know? <laughs> um, but like zing. Yeah, it's literally it's a device for people to enter into, and they can't get hurt. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's the whole appeal. Is like, I'd probably twist. Oh my head. god, the kids can't hurt themselves. All right, get the fuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's what it is. And so dying from that, that would be like choking on cotton candy. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm, so I don't know how to you... feel. Am I sad or do I just think <laughs> you're a pussy? <laughs> you know what's actually yo? You know what's actually so fucking funny. So we have a watermelon eating contest at uh, Sarah's, like yeah. for the barbecue, right? So one of the black belts, like it's supposed to be for kids. One of the black belts uh, goes and does it like every year, but he murders it, right? Like he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah. a typewriter basically. He's like talking shit to the kids on yeah. Instagram he like does. a week before. He so so. <laughs> Who the him. fuck is that guy? He's like training for it. He's like eating watermelon with seeds. He's like, yeah. it's an obstacle. He's yeah. like, oh. Yeah, this, this is how ridiculous it was. Warming so. his jaw up and shit. Like, <laughs> like and crazy eyes giving the kids before the competition. That's exactly yeah. how it is. Like, he's, and he's just what? as competitive, like, on the mats, too. So, um, he fucking, uh, the, the watermelon's in front of him. You're not supposed to use your hands, right? So, he has his hands behind his back. 
they say, ready, set, go. He smashes his forehead against the watermelon because, you know, it's a triangle. He smushes it down into a line, and then he starts eating it, like, down the line. He starts choking, like, <laughs> cr- like dying, choking, like, on, like, the fourth bite. And we had to do, like, the Heimlich. And he's, like, tears are coming out. It's not coming out until, like, the fourth one. And then he finally spits it out, and he's almost dead. And you see, like... The little kids just still like eating. <laughs> like, He's like, I'm not like, gonna fuck. We got a I'm not gonna lose this year. Oh, I almost died. <laughs> Give me that fucking water. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, he finished yeah. it. He finished it, and everyone's like, "Calm down, Joey." Don't. <laughs> he finished it. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Dude, it was so funny because he's Yo, he's like a savage. He's like a savage. so he he like he he thought it was funny at the end of the day, but it was fucking crazy, dude. He was about to die. Respect, he's purple, man. you know. Yo, find something that you're willing to die for, you know? <laughs> I guess we should start this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's introduce him. Let's throw on that music. Welcome to the another episode of The Four Stringers. We're going to have... Uh, I'll edit the intro in. I mean, eventually I'll just put this in the front. Yeah. Uh, we just started this no, right it's now. No, it's better. Bro, to don't judge me. We, yeah, just here, put the music like 20, on. Yeah. Do you have the music queued up? No, I have a, I have a save, like the audio. So, so we have like a Spanish-sounding beat. That's the intro of it. He made and, it. Uh, yeah, I made Did it. Did you know yeah. he makes beats? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you know he's a sound engineer? Yeah. yeah. I was joking. <laughs> I was, you guys so are like here with AKA Pizza J2, AKA C Ryan Quinn, AKA Jimmy Kimmel Famous, AKA <laughs> Dead Emotionless Referee, AKA Savage on the Mats, Savage in the Sheets, AKA Determining How do you know that Fat Girl Factors through Lake Oh, yeah, arms. arms. AKA The Eagle. Because AKA he's got a. You know when there's a fighter spread. in the UFC and it says their reach? Yeah. That. that Metric is going to determine <laughs> what is and what is not a fat chick. <laughs> your reach, if your reach is double her waist size, it's fine. What do you think, John if Jones? If you can connect your hands. So, yeah, John Jones has an 84 inch reach. What type of I heard, I heard he here? loves thick chicks. Uh, yeah, well, nice try trying to like lure me into saying something racist. Yeah, about John Jones. Ah, fuck, dude. I saw we almost you got did. him. Almost, <laughs> yo, Sebastian. Good try. Try. Nice. That's been another that's been another segment of is it racist? <laughs> is <laughs> he answer, racist? The answer is always yes. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta find the right race. You know what I mean? Like I'm not not everyone is racist against everyone. Uh-huh, they yeah. just like like a really niche ethnic group gotta in hit Central the nail Asia on the head. somewhere. Yeah, you, gotta, you, know? d- you just like hate Samoans for some reason. Like and the rock the rock just pisses you off. Yeah. I don't know, man. Samoa, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh, you're from Tahiti? I am so sorry. <laughs> I hate a, a completely different tiny island in Polynesia. <laughs> Have you seen Their any Samoan video strong. ever, though? Like, there's literally a video of, like, frat boys trying to pick a fight with what looks like, uh, what's this dude's name from Florida that's a terrible rapper? He has uh, scars along his face. Oh, Stitches. 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 Yeah, this is, like, Hawaiian Stitches without any of the tattoos and has a brand. So then the dude's, like, you don't want it, brother. You know, and then the the frat boys like hold me back, and his friends are like, I don't know, man, this guy looks scary. And they're like, so they square off, and the Hawaiian dude just squares off into what looks like a beautiful Muay Thai stance, <laughs> leg oh. kicks a dude, and the dude automatically is like, oh, I fucked up, and he just wrecks him, dude. And that's every Hawaiian, every Samoan ever. Like, ah, oh, here we go, I brought up Naga. But you do uh, the Naga Hawaii, and literally a four-year-old girl, you're like, uh, hey, man, your four-year-old daughter weighs 212 pounds. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's mostly muscle. Yeah, it is all all muscle. Like I have no match for her. Is she willing to fight the referee Perry? Who was <laughs> He's around three hundred. Yeah, former Bellator <laughs> fighter. Bellator I think it's a good match. Would he's you like, Would you take it? And the dad like eyes Perry up. He's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, bro. Yeah. Kiko will fight them. <laughs> You're like, all right, dude. Yeah. So I never fuck with the Hawaiian, dude. It's fucking No matter how no. skinny the dude is, that dude is ready to do two things at all times. Surf and fight. Those dudes are ready. And the girls, too. <laughs> it's like, you're fucked, dude. Heavy bones, dude. Heavy bones. A lot of milk, you know? <laughs> Heavy bones. Yeah. You're the water champ. They're the milk champs, dude. Yeah, dude. I feel like those islands, like if you just watch rugby, those islands, it's basically like you took... I never Juggernaut to an island from the X Men, yeah, and just had him impregnate all the women. <laughs> you know, he ran through them. He's like, I'm oh, the yeah. Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> but it, think about it, man. Those islands are so deserted that the first people that got there had to be savages. They're so, hardened. Yeah, no, the ones that survived. So, yeah. Do you ever read Lord of the Flies? Yeah. Now just no. Imagine. I think I saw it like in the movie, like the movie. Basically, what is it? Isn't it like a bunch of kids on an island? Yeah. And then, like... Only the strong survive, baby. One of the fat ones is, like, too fat, so they fucking call him fat. <laughs> I was high when I watched it, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you guys, should, you guys should do a podcast episode where it's just Fabian looking at shows and then giving a quick, like, Netflix description. Like a 10 <laughs> There's a bunch of kids on an island, and one of them is too fat, and they call him fat. fat. All right, next. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Lion King, go. <laughs> I don't know. There's like a bunch of cats and there's a bunch of dogs and like <laughs> dogs <laughs> and they befriend a the pig. Next. <laughs> like, did you just describe Charles Webb and the Aristocats at the same time? Like, Some pig. That's funny. <laughs> Fucking hell. So Quinn, you recently won the Rise Invitational. Oh yeah, dude! You actually, tournament at the you know what? Five. Like, not for nothing. Quinn is a very uh, decorated competitor, and uh, he just come came off a really big uh, tournament win. And like, thanks for coming on to the podcast. But what what was Rise Damn, like? You just shut my momentum down for that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you slowed it down, and you got like I real had sensual. to. I had to. Because I was lost. I was lost, dude. Increase the bass of his voice when he does that. I was in the office when Michael Scott is like, they bring him into the, like, corporate because the the company's about to go bankrupt. And then he's killing it. And then the boss, he thinks he's going to get fired. And the boss is like, what are you doing right? And he goes, well, you know, sometimes, someplace, no matter how hard (laughs) or how difficult. And then they cut off to him and he goes, sometimes I'll start a sentence and just go with it. And I don't know but where I it's really going. Don't know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> that was Fabian right there. So yeah, so you won the Rise Invitational. It was a four-man bracket, right? You're now risen. You're now yeah. risen. Did you did you say that to your girlfriend after you had the belt on your shoulder and nothing else, and you're like risen champion yeah, over I'm here? I'm wearing the belt and nothing else, and you just see the belt tilt up, dude. <laughs> that know? is like you're wearing the belt, but it's not buckled. I need a, I need to win a, a belt because that is like. Right up there with, like, you know, like, top three things I want to do in, like, the fucking bedroom. So just wear just the belt. Dude. There's this Naga ref called uh, Jacob, and he's from Poland. Mm-hmm. And he said that in Poland they have a joke, but it's kind of serious. And it's, you're not a real grappling champion until you've won a Naga belt. <laughs> so, so in Poland, there's, like, a thing he says where, like, you're not a real Naga ch- You're not a real grappling champion until you get that belt. And it's a joke, but at the same time, it's like, do you have your Naga belt in Poland? No. 
you get shot. All right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Gulag. Yeah. We got a hundred juiced up guys just like you that are itching for a belt. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yo, Fabian, in uh, the European Nagas, mm-hmm. you'll see like expert division, pretty big bracket, like 16 people or something. And wow. you'll see like one Polish name. And you're like, oh, that guy's going to win. Really? And then it happens. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you know it's Polish? Because, because it's like, it, like it, there's an S and a Z together somewhere. Because the whole last yeah. name, it's the, like, ol- the only vowels are Y's. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, you guys took this as a challenge, right? Yeah, it's like every time someone's born, they just like cover their eyes and start mashing a keyboard. <laughs> and they rake their Whatever, crazy whatever comes up, comes up. That's how I interpret Polish names. And then you mispronounce your last name and they're like, it is Wazinski. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I don't read the ancient scrolls, you know? Yeah. I've tried. He's like, you're supposed to read it top to bottom. Yeah. It was like, all you Europeans, you live right next to each other. Aren't you wor- used to fucking each other's names up every time? The crazy you know? thing is that in Europe, everyone speaks like four languages. And you got some kid that, he's like 17, and you're like, oh, this kid's dumb as fuck. But then he's speaking Portuguese, French, Spanish, and like Catalan. And you're like, why'd you learn Catalan? And he was like, the easiest one, man. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I learned, I learned ba- Bosque. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm from the Bosque area. <laughs> and, like, uh, and the crazy thing is you'll call people and you'll be like, Damien, and nothing. And you're like, fuck. You're like, Damien, and nothing. And then you're like, you give it to the interpreter at the table and he goes, Dumb and the kid's right next to you. <laughs> the whole time, he's right in front of you. and you're like, "Are you oh fucking kidding me?" There's a story of my uh, my old instructor, Miami Cardoso. He was refing at Naga, and he kept doing it the whole day. So eventually, he's Not. like, "I'm getting pretty good at it, you know." And I'm like, "Damian!" And they're coming to my table, and eventually, I see a name, and it's like Jared, and he's like, "Gerard." Gerard and this dude comes up and he's like from the military and he's like it's just Jared man he's like damn I deserve that <laughs> yeah I deserve yeah. that you got a couple like military guys yeah those tournaments are crazy man because those are some of the biggest tournaments like France and Germany and they're the tournaments that we don't even have like computer screens for we have like ancient artifacts of like yeah, tallies on the watch. wall yeah it's like a yeah. prison wall it's like <laughs> Every time you do a point, the, yeah. the table worker's like scratching it onto the yeah. table. You know, it looks like fucking the table all worker, the little, little Uzi tattoos and shit. You know, like just on the fucking table, just like you're like, what match is that for? You're like, I don't know, but someone's four to five. There's four to five somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We need a new, a new stone slate to grind this shit in. Yeah. Like the table worker has like an abacus with like the fucking the anal beads that you slide yeah, back yeah. and forth. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Stopwatch is like a sand, sand timer. <laughs> yeah. You keep flipping it. Yeah. Sundial. Like flip the fucking flip the sand. Flip it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I think but it would be cool. It's like twelve hundred competitors, and you're just like, oh man, it's gonna be a long day. I think it would be dope if we had some really just fucking bizarre method of keeping time, because it's almost like it's arbitrary. You know, so yeah, when you look at a sport, you get to make up the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're playing soccer. How long are we gonna play for? We gotta end this shit sometime. Yeah. You know, and uh, for like soccer, it's like, is it 80 minutes or something? It's 90. 90 minutes. I was off by 10. Yeah. You, um, you watch sports. No, dude. I no, know you like, don't. Like 80 no. minutes. Like. I don't know. Quinn's like, so, yeah, yeah. A football game's got like five quarters in it. <laughs> yeah, so what else? Yeah. Yeah. How many home so, runs did the Dolphins hit? <laughs> <laughs> but like for a fight, if you're trying to simulate a fight, you know, you don't really know what the time period is. Yeah, like, yeah, like, everyone was different, like, Pancreas had, like, uh, I think it was Pride had, like, a 20 or 10-minute first round, yeah. and, like, 
I don't know. Like I, I like that. That seemed pretty. You know cool. what I really like about Pride is the uh, yellow and the red cards. That too. I think they should use that for, for yeah. I think they should use that in man. I think in like a sub only match, they should absolutely have that. Stall. And I think it shouldn't be based like, oh, it's gonna affect your match. No, it's gonna affect your purse. Like whatever you're getting paid, <laughs> the hundred and twenty five dollars you're about to get paid for this sub only match. Now that, you owe me, dog. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you, I now, do it. you now owe the promoter from EXT or whatever. It's Fifty dollars <laughs> every penalty, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think they should, man. Because I don't know some of it. I, I think sub only was like a good change in the format to make people like go for it. But now I think a lot of people have understood how to play the sub only format, and a lot of them are like riding into the overtime, where it's like, oh, here's a really strong position. And I mean, the ten planet guys have really capitalized on that, and you can't hate them for it because everyone on fucking IBJJF, everyone in the IBJJF like plays to the rules, you know. So they made I think I don't know if they made this rule system, but they've been fucking around with this rule system. And they're really, they're really, really good at like. If they don't catch you during the match, then look at this guy Keith Kikorin. He like, play, He did the whole finishers uh, submission tournament, and he beat really tough dudes with like good game planning, in my opinion. You know. I mean, it it you can't just Nick be Ronan. the tenth planet Nick Ronan, dudes, Nick Ronan, but yeah. I I know I know what you're talking you about. Props, yeah. Nick Ronan had like a full blown extended armbar on Keith. Yeah. And full blown to where you're like, oh shit, and he was able to get out of that. I don't think he really posed like any threat offensively to Nick in, during the match, but then he played a strong over o- overtime game. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if overtime's the solution. I think maybe overtime that has like two minutes of overtime because if you just do like unlimited overtime, <clears throat> somebody gets a good body triangle. And it's just like, oh, this sucks, man. You know, it's like as far as like viewership. Yeah, viewership for sure. And I think you just do it like a three-minute overtime round. You do two, and if nobody wins, then you go to and judge's put the judge's decision. Gloves on. Man. You put the gloves on. <laughs> yeah. Put the gloves on, and they do yeah. a boxing round. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like that match, like Nick Ronan versus Keith Krikorian, Nick, you know, there are different rules, and sometimes people people disagree at which grappler is more effective, but it was yeah. like clear Nick Ronan was the more effective grappler. Oh, uh, okay. In, the, in regulation. Uh-huh. But it's EBI rules, so it's like... Oh, whatever. You know, okay, we're doing None of this uh, matters. Doing overtime. Exactly. At the end of the day, yeah. But it was like, you can see he's the better grappler, in my opinion. Um, And I think most people will agree with that. But then I feel like Nick Ronan made a deal with the devil where he would lose that match in overtime. So that he could beat Mateus in overtime. Oh, my God, dude. Because he fucked Mateus up in overtime, but he was getting clobbered that match dude like like just very very physical Mateus is a very physical grappler and like I like you can't break Nick though like he he wasn't broken for one second he kept attacking that was a badass that was like the Eric Lewis Volkov match oh yeah yeah it was like Mateus is just boom boom and fucking Nick's like okay 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 and then (laughs) out of nowhere gadoosh black beast right hand you know yeah but the the fucking and then the resets by the ref, dude. I like. That's man, another thing, man. That ref, that ref. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like that if ref. If you're a sub only referee and you suck, just kill yourself, my dude. Not, you know? not like, dude, dude. It was just fucked up because like, he reset Ronan in such a compromised position. Like, uh, like he. That was where they stopped, though. Yeah, but like. I don't know if it was the right position. I don't know. I, I, think I don't know. Time. It was the second time. It was the second the second arm bar where when his, they went over by the corner. I, I'm I'm not sure. I just know his arm was uh, basically like Mateus was falling back for uh, an arm bar, and uh, Nick 
uh, had his arm bent instead of like all the way straight, but Matei uh-huh. still had that like wrist grip, and he was like, he, he was about to hitchhiker out. Like that's how they started him. I remember seeing the same thing in grappling industries one time. I think Mateus had like a back triangle almost too, right? But I saw the same thing in grappling industries. Dude, uh, grabbed that same exact grip and then switched to like a kimura. But before the the position actually went live, the the referee's like, "Yo, do you do you want to tap before we start this?" And the grappler's like, nah, fuck it. And then as soon as they start, he just rips that kimura and breaks his shoulder. He hurt him? Yeah, he fucked him up. Like, it was in Grappling Industries in Baruch, and I remember being a blue belt, and I saw that shit. I was, fuck, dude, like, what an idiot. But like, I can't wait to do this sport for the rest of my life. It's just... (laughs) That's crazy. Oh, don't edit that. uh, That wasn't the edit noise, sorry. (laughs) Was that a, a Velen versus Paul Harris? In yeah. ADCC as well. Paul Harris has the heel hook. Uh-huh. And they roll out. Yeah. And uh, the referee's like, stop. And Paul Harris is like, <laughs> And the referee's like, don't, please, please don't hurt yeah, me. Yeah. Paul Harris is like, what does that word mean? Yeah. You're literally, I like how Paul Harris is Mexican. The <laughs> <laughs> suave get. Mexican. Until I start making my Brazilian accent. Oh, man. You need to work on it. Keep practicing it. I don't want to offend our Brazilian viewership. We got like seven <laughs> All listeners of three. and one of them is Brazilian. That's a high percentage right now. Yeah, that's true. About. It's like 15%. Yeah. You might lose 100% of that market. Yeah, uh, we can't afford that right now. Apologize. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> to make a public apology, what I said does not uh, define me or yeah. it's not who I am. It's Obrigado. just a character. It's Obrigado. just a character. You know? <laughs> just throw God in there. Oh, now they're really offended. But yeah, that was a that was a that was the same rise tournament that you competed at, right? Oh yeah, back yeah. to back. Yeah, but to that you. stole that for me. That was the best match of the tournament or uh, oh, of the of the evening. Yeah. yeah, you know, for sure. Like you can't knock a come from behind him. Well, I guess when the guy is someone that you train with, you're like then you can't. Yeah, knock he it. won. But yeah. if it's like two people, I don't know. I'm like, damn, we got to get points back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. I don't know, but I mean. We're, I'm so glad he won that. That come from behind. I was cheering. That was sick. Yeah. I was like, that was way cooler than the shit that I did. <laughs> yeah. Your first match, though. In my I was, opinion. I was watching it uh, wherever we were that weekend, and I see the dude comes out, and he just starts, like, patty cake in your face, and I'm like. Oh, he was yeah. touching like, your face? what game plan is this? <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, hey, well, he came out. I guess he wrestles or something, and he just, you know, like, technically they call it a collar tie. Yeah. Collar's fucking. Yeah, it's just like a hit me in the head. Collar punch. Really? Basically, yeah. I feel. Do, are you the, the type to get mad, like in in like during your match if they do something no. like that? You you're. I feel. I feel like you're just stone, like emotionless, like just calm. Yeah. So he did that, and I was like, I'm gonna break this fucking guy's leg. Is that what you thought? Like it didn't really get you mad. It gave you like direction, like like more of like a focused anger. It was important for me to win at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. You know. Yeah. So you come out and you eventually heal him. In under like well, thirty seconds, well, right? Well, yeah, it took thirty seconds. I yo, I completely forgot what happened. At it was quick. It was a nice setup too. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, it was cool because he was like the dude, kind of was defending in a right way, trying to clear his knee, but yeah. you fucking kept that knee. Line Walk in me check. through it, Quinn. Like what happened? So he's patty caking. Uh, it's face. on my Instagram at yeah. Pizza Jitsu. Nice uh, plug. Seven dude. more followers. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, we have seven <laughs> hey, followers expecting hey. 100% shooting high, my dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they're loyal, bro, because yeah, two of them are me and him. Yeah, and the, and the other ones <laughs> and the other ones an account that we that we manage. So yeah, and then two more are our moms. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then yeah, and then there's you, right? Yeah. Do you follow? 
No. Oh, Anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like pulling out his phone. We have a yeah, loyal yeah. contingent. Yeah, someone texted me. Yeah. <laughs> so you catch him in there, and then after that, you got one more match. Did uh, Enrique and Chris uh, Schlesinger, that's his name? Mm-hmm. They went up against each other? Yeah. And Enrique beats Chris Schlesinger. Yeah. So you advance, and Enrique is Silver Fox, which is... Henzo friends? No, it's basically our affiliate. affiliate. Yeah, I've trained with him a bunch at Henzo's in Manhattan. It's kind of like Sarah's almost. Yeah. Like that Uh, kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you guys go and you end up getting a heel hook also, right? Oh, yeah. Cool. Nice. So you win that belt. How did winning the belt, like, feel? Uh, It was fine. Yeah, it wasn't like... I'm not that into, like... Yeah, thank you. I know that God's up there, and He has a destiny for everyone, and He took so what gets a lot of extra like time to make sure mine was good and other people's were bad. <laughs> you know, so, like I, I don't know. So, like, what gets you excited like that? Like, if it's not competing, like, what about jujitsu? Is it that, like that you love? Jigs around, uh, and all the dudes figuring it out. Just the pro, the complex problems it poses, and just figuring them out. Like. Yeah, figuring it out, finding something that clicks. Um. Even just because I'm teaching now, uh-huh. mostly teaching. And if I can find a simpler way to describe something, like if you look at something that's really complicated and you're like, oh, actually, if you just focus on this, like everything else will mm-hmm. fall into place. I'm really into shit like that. That's cool. And if I, uh, sometimes I teach seminars and people are really psyched to admit to how psyched they are. Oh, so that's, Other what, times. that's what tickles your fancy. That's cool. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, like, uh, have you ever had, a uh, like, maybe in the beginning of your, like, jiu-jitsu tournament career, like, anything, like, did those tournaments affect you like that at all, like, where you got really hyped for winning? Actually, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Oh, man. Like, that's white, cool. That's cool that you, like, grew. You know, you're like, fuck it. White, you know? blue belt, purple belt. <laughs> like, uh, mostly that. Brown belt a little bit. But, um... I don't know. I guess I, when I switched over to Nogi, I still competed, but I also wasn't as much of like a competitor. Like you can train jiu-jitsu and be like, you can train jiu-jitsu for a bunch of reasons. You know, you mm-hmm. can be like a hobbyist. You can be someone who's like, they train and they're kind of like in the industry side of things. Like they run a brand or something, yeah. for example. They have a podcast. Or like a tournament. You know, I don't want to name yeah. any names. But like, yeah, yeah, I run a tournament. Um, so they're involved. Or, and you have people who, they're instructors and teachers and shit. And there's people who are, like, competitors, and that's that's the core of the jiu-jitsu training. And the rest of the stuff is either not there or it's just, like, you know, you're, like, 80% competitor and, like, 20% trying to run this, like, business yeah. or something. You know what I mean? And you get – like, you see guys that are, like, I don't even want to run my Instagram. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Normal people run a private Instagram for themselves so, yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's life, just, like, yeah. shit they do. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's, like – um. So and people who are like 100% competitors, they don't even want to do that. They don't want any part of the other portions of uh, jujitsu. So I would say is I'm I'm not like that. If I'm not going to say that I'm not into competing at all. Obviously, I do it. Yeah. And I prefer if I win over I lose. But I don't have like when I think about jujitsu, it's not me fantasizing about winning a competition. Like it's it's honestly not the number one reason why I train. You know what I mean? It's So what's what do you picture? Like, it's just you training and, like, with like hard training and then, like, I don't know, being with your friends there is, like, that's that's what you're fantasizing when you're thinking about jiu-jitsu, like, or, like, 
maybe like rolling or like yeah. figuring shit out. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm mostly yeah. into like figuring it out and understanding the way that it works. And it's like, I would, um, like, here's a great like thought experiment to find out kind of why you like to do jujitsu or at least how you structure it currently or how you think about it, which is if you were to get into uh Nick Ronan, Keith Krikorian match, let's say it's like, uh, 10 minutes and there's like points or there's a judge's decision and you kick the other guy's ass, you're clearly the better grappler. Mm-hmm. You have better technique, whatever. Okay. And for whatever reason, the decision goes to the other guy and he gets the belt. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather be the guy who quote unquote wins or would you rather be the person who, who is a, who is better? Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. And I would rather be the person who's better. And it's not even, like, a question. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't even be able to, like, explain it any further than that. Mm-hmm. You know? That makes sense. I mean... So, even the reason that I compete is because I feel like it's it's part of what jiu-jitsu is. That's why I, like, encourage the students to go and do it. It's, yeah. like, it's part of the experience, whether you're a competitor or you want to be, like, a world champion or some shit or you're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so fun, man. It's so fun. But... Uh, it's so fun to, like, just get out there because it just ends up you just end up i don't know i feel like like even on saturday uh when i just jumped in i was like i'm not gonna jump in and then i was like i walked over to you and i was like hey man should i jump into that match and you're like yeah do it and i was like all right fuck it let's do it and it just felt good because like i don't know it's a different it's different you know because training is is one thing and it's awesome but you step on there and i don't know it's like there's like a zone that i at least i felt like i get i got into and you just like get into the zone and you're like all right let's put everything together and start puzzles. Like, I like the puzzle solving aspect yep. part of it, you know, like the solving problems, like under pressure. Cause I don't know. I feel like you can apply that to so many different things. And like, when I teach the kids, I try and tell them, I'm like, listen, when you get in a bad situation in life, you're, you're in a bad position, you know? And like, I can only relate it to two things. It's like music or jujitsu. And I'll tell them like, it's like, yeah, you, you're not having a good day. Someone's on your back. You're trying to get choked. You got to problem solve under pressure. And that's what jujitsu is, and I feel like ultimately that's what like what life ends up being, especially if you yep. live in somewhere like New York City. It's like, yeah, it's like you woke up, you have to do laundry, and that in itself is like problem solving under pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just like that part of it, and that makes sense. And I also, I also feel like the constant training that we're doing, the little like the point three percent improvement over like two weeks that shit is like addictive you know like that point three you're just like oh i fought so hard for that like point three and it's i don't know that's it makes sense it's like it's cool um but there are some people that are just sorry there are some people who are just like crazy it's just like everything i do i'd like you go to their profile and it's like nine time like world's champ and this stuff like that and that's insane that's obviously something yeah. really hard to do and they're all based around competition and like what the love for jujitsu is so it's crazy to see, like, both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, so you, you said, like, it kind of died. Like, that, that feeling kind of died when you went uh, into Nogi more. Like, uh, you – how long were you a brown belt for? Six years. Yeah, six years, right? So you yeah. were, um, like, were you, like, teaching throughout that time or were you competing? Or, or that was when you switched to Nogi, right? Uh, yeah, I switched to Nogi, I think, maybe, <clears throat> like, a year after I got my brown belt. I switched to mainly no gi. I never really left the gi. I still teach uh-huh. it two days a week. You know what I mean? Like, uh, do you think that long span of being a brown belt, like, kind of made it, like, change jujitsu for you a bit, where it made you, like, okay, now I'm focused on, like, like, 
I can't be focused on like getting my black belt or anything like that. I just got to focus on being better for myself and like maybe it changed your view of competing. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think yeah. it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that it happened because I was at one rank for so long. I think if you just do something for like eight years, you feel one way about it and then you do it for like 12 years and you feel a different way about it sometimes. You so know what I'm saying? How long have you been training? Since 2006, so about, is that 12 years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. How well, how old were you when you started? 17. You just, me too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 23. Well, that, that's crazy. Why'd you, why'd you start, like, real quick? Uh, I guess I was a 17-year-old, and like a lot of other 17-year-olds, it's, like, really desirable if you're able to beat people up. <laughs> really? Yeah, so. That's what it was? And I was watching, like, UFC and shit, and. For, I don't know why, but uh, jiu-jitsu seemed to appeal to me more than anything. Like, I saw, I think, Hoist Gracie, like, triangle, like, Dan Severn or some <laughs> shit. I was like, he choked that guy with four limbs. Oh, with that's awesome. With four fucking limbs, you know? So, and I think I drove by a jiu-jitsu place, and uh, me and a friend went in. Was it the first gym you went to? Yeah. Yeah. When did you yeah. start? I, like, uh, wait, wait, no, I already asked that. <laughs> I wanted to beat people up, and yeah. then what I did is I you started jujitsu because well, I, I mean, that would where'd be cool. you start? Where was it? Sorry, what was your first class like? I slammed a dude on my first class. I didn't know you were supposed to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, I was the worst, man. I were was the you, worst. Were you like jacked back then? If the I day? had no, I'm uh, same size I am now. At <laughs> seventeen, uh, sorry, just, just younger. Baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same beard. Same beard. Frankly, but uh, yeah, I was a senior in high school, and um. I thought it would be cool to learn how to beat people up, and then I went to the gym, and I figured out that actually I was going to be the one who was going to be getting beat up oh, the whole time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I can't even imagine at 17 either. Like, I don't have any of my man's yeah. strength. <laughs> I, I actually wonder because I, w I was definitely more competitive then than I was now. Like, I was captain of the lacrosse team and shit when I wow. was uh, – it's a very white sport. So, yeah, uh, what I don't do, even know what that is. It's like hockey, but on the grass. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, lacrosse. That's like yeah, where you have that perfect. metal bat. I mean, I mean that wood bat and like you, the what's that thing? Yeah, the lacrosse and cricket. Like what? They've oh, been cricket, cricket. Yeah, I thought He's that was cricket. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I play lacrosse, which is also a, a good mixture of like strength <laughs> and technique. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just tried to put a hat on over the headphones. Um, <laughs> he was like, oh, oops. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your first class? What did you, it feel like? I remember liking it right away. And I trained like nice. every day after I started. I actually remember. So I think what happened is I got an intro private, like a 20-minute long, like here's like some moves, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, then after that. The coach, it was uh, Josh Madama. Oh, was, yeah. I know him. Oh, that was my cool. fir first place that I walked in. He was a purple that's belt. crazy. Yeah, okay. small world. And uh, after the 20-minute intro, there was like an open mat or something. So the worst place for Oh, no. Couldn't be worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, he Don't asked me win. if I wanted to stick around. He showed me like uh, an Americana from Mount, from Mount yeah. or side nice. control. And then from the Americana, the person will turn and you'll go into an arm bar. Nice. So that was what oh, I Oh, you were ready to kill then. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> You're fucking right. set, dude. Oh, it was, dude, for a 17-year-old who wants to beat people up, it was the perfect 
combo. Fucking, it was like, yeah, you want to learn how to beat people up? Here's two different <laughs> ways to break <laughs> their arm on day one, you yeah. know? And then um, I think I, I jumped into the open mat, but I wasn't allowed to, like, roll. Uh, that's um, good. And a guy taught me how to hit a Russian tie into a sweep single leg. Ooh. I was like... Learning that fire already, Looking dude. back, the first takedown I ever learned was, okay, I have a collar tie, and then you're going to grab my wrist, and you got to, like... This is such a fucking complicated oh, yeah. move. Yeah. 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 And to this day... You never hit it. <laughs> How you- dare you? How fucking dare <laughs> the you? The first move. Yeah. It was a Russian arm tie on my training partner's right arm, my left, and then a sweep single on that same side. Fire. Yeah, oh, by no. snaking the arm across their shin. You never forget your first technique. First three. Your first time. <laughs> it's funny. I remember my first class. Yeah. Uh, do you guys ever hear of this street fighter called Levels? No. He Is that real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he followed some, like, Tai Chi dude, and, like, the video went viral. Really? Some, like, dude that was, like, a karate guy. Anyways, shout out to Level. Dude's such a nice guy. Really cool guy. He's, like, been able to – he used to be in gangs and shit, and he, like, whatever, changed his life. But the first time I ever did uh, jiu-jitsu in, like, a, a real class – because I had taken a class at Carlson Gracie because uh, in Miami. It was right behind my house. And it was really cool. But they didn't let me roll the first class, which totally makes sense. But then my friend Jose told me to go check out this place called Extreme MMA at the time. And I go in there. and <laughs> What an like, MMA gymnasium. I know, dude. Extreme know, MMA. Know, yeah. Fuck. Can you, can you realize what kind of clientele that is? Levels. Levels no, runs no, Extreme no, MMA. No, no, level. So I show up, right? First time ever. I'm 17 as fuck. And I'm like, I've watched this UFC a couple times. I'm like, I'm ready. I was like, put me in. And then I see that this dude, Level, is there. And he's got just tatted up. The dude is yoked. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, I hope I don't go with that guy. And then (laughs) my old instructor, Cardoso, he goes, all right, uh, Level and Sebastian pair off. And I'm like, ah, fuck. And they're like, all right, we're going to roll. And I was like, what? "What?" Yeah, so I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Oh, my God. I'm like, I got to go with this dude. (laughs) I was so fucking like, I don't know. first time. I was just like, all right, fuck it, we're doing this. That's horrible. And I roll with the dude, and we both kind of didn't know what we were doing, so we just whatever. Well, he was, I don't know, he has fighting his blood or whatever. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) this is awesome or whatever. So I go with this next dude who's like a Marine, but he's like a short Marine, and he like pulls guard on me, right? And I'm like, Pussy. Okay, watch this. And I stand up and I fucking slam him. <laughs> oh, what a yeah. dick. Because I saw that shit in the UFC, you know? <laughs> Nobody told you you couldn't do Nobody that. Nobody told me. I didn't know. And the dude just like freaked out. He's like, we don't slam in here. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I am so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 17. I'm so sorry. I was like. Yo, but that shit, that was on that concrete, so on you would be getting up and complaining, huh? Pussy. <laughs> I was like, you be thankful. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm. That jujitsu like, shit doesn't work in the streets, I was like, dog. I was like, I was born for this. So then I actually ended up signing up for that place that day because. To I was extreme? Like, yeah. Cause Fuck the like, other place. I was like, they let me roll. I was like, this is. I was like, I got my ass whooped so bad. And I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. It felt awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. What about you? Your first day, bro. So I don't remember my first day. So you went in a I went to, I went to, oh, you know what? Like, uh, shout out to John Beneducci. My first like experience with jujitsu was in a CrossFit gym nice. and I learned an arm bar and then I learned how to like, uh, put someone up against the wall and then do a high crotch and pick them up. And, uh, but, uh, I rolled with this guy, his name's Jason Diaz. He was just this fucking, like 
we were both pretty big because we were in CrossFit. We were training every day. But um, so he makes me roll with him, and I, I get him in an arm bar somehow. I don't remember how it happened. I just remember getting him in an, in an arm bar from guard, and he picks me up, and he's standing up, and I'm basically hanging off of one arm. And then he taps in midair, and I, I just remember, like, I was crumpled in pain because, like, I had the arm bar right on, like, my balls. And I fucking did not let go until he tapped. Yeah. And it was the worst pain ever, but I won, and I was, like, writhing in pain. Like, that was my, my first experience with that. But I went to Sarah's after when I moved to Long Island, and I was just getting fucked up by this 14-year-old for two months, dude. Like, he would choke me with my own gi. He was just, he was just manhandling me, and I'm like, I can't let this happen. And I would train like three times a day. I was like, "Fuck that, dude!" Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be 23 years old and have some fucking 14 year old able to kick my ass like That's that, awesome, you know? Man. And I, I was like, "Fuck!" It took my life over, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty cool. Like, there's a simple flow chart there, and it could have gone two ways. It's like, got my ass kicked by a 14 year old. Am I gonna quit? Or uh, am I yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna repress that forever, and I'm gonna pretend. This never <laughs> happened. <laughs> I got it. He's like, he was like my, my fucking boogeyman in the closet. Like yeah. I'd, I'd go to sleep and I just see him in a gi in my closet, like walk out like, yo, you want to roll? <laughs> no, dude, no. You want to step in my guard? <laughs> no. Leave me alone. He's like, like, hey, Fabian, what are you up to? He's like, fuck you. Fuck. Get, get the fuck away from me, Sebastian. Like, hey, his name was Sebastian, too. That's so funny. Oh, shit. Right, so oh, I hate you. I just hate you. Yeah. <laughs> But, I like uh, how your first class you get your balls crushed and you're like, sign me up. Sign me up, dude. <laughs> you're like, yeah. people want to do this to me? <laughs> people want to put their elbow in my nuts? I'm down. Just, I never yeah. wore a cup either. I never wear a cup. Nah, Fuck I never that. wear a cup either. I used to. No you cup, no to. mouth guard. Yeah, some, sometimes shit happens to you. And yeah. uh, Oh, I was rolling with Jeff yesterday and somehow his elbow pinched the shit out of my nutsack so where i tapped i was like wait wait and i walked away and it was on fire dude oh Ooh, man he's like are you okay i was like yeah that was a really good nut pinch Jeff. yeah when it gets right on the herpes sore yeah the, the, fuck <laughs> the pinches dude, must feel I, like shit i told you it's a mosquito bite that's been there for a while <laughs> the herpes sores don't hurt that it's much, a razor dude. bump don't be a drama no, queen. No. it's, like, it's a razor like, bump like, you never like, seen a razor bump before <laughs> it's so yeah. defensive you never seen a razor bump on a full bush before it's like <laughs> got dreadlocks and shit down there. <laughs> what would you do? A racer. You're gonna hook up with a girl and you take her pants off and she's got dreadlocks. I'd be like, oh no, new experience. What? <laughs> yeah. I I saw like this meme. It's like um, it's like uh, eating hairy pussy is like uh, drinking orange juice with the pulp. Only children complain. <laughs> <laughs> It's smash the like button. <laughs> you gotta unlike it so you like it again. Yeah, yeah. That's a sound. I just right keep there. doing it. Smash the like button. <laughs> so you got fight to win coming up. Are you excited for oh, that? Oh yeah, dude. You can. Are you excited to find out where Farmingdale is? Is that where it is? Oh, you're going in the Dallers. Yeah. Uh, Seth Daniels, I might be late to the tournament. <laughs> I don't know exactly where this fucking place is. Neither Apple Maps or Google Maps. Wait, is it, isn't it in Long Island? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in Long Island or New Jersey? Because there's a Farmingdale. Long Island, New Jersey is in Long Island. No, is, there, is it in Long Island? Farmingdale, New Jersey. Farmingdale's, there's a Farmingdale in, in Long Island, too. That's why I was asking. I don't know. What Who if it's is actually... Like, this is a good name for a town. 
That's like all the British towns. What, Farmingdale? Sorry, yeah. Farming, who's, who's Dallers. The Dallers. Farmingshire. We're from the Dallers. Yo, I, I have to go piss. Yeah, go for it. Go. We'll just we're, talk smack about you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, so you're just going to, here, I'll point. Fabian, take over. Just start improvising. Okay, so I'm going to do something called scatting, <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> One thing before we do go that I wanted to ask you, how important do you think social media is right now in marketing yourself as a jiu-jitsu athlete? Because there's no money and there is money to be made in the sport. And I feel like if there's money to be made, you have to find like your way of making it, whether it's refereeing, whether it's competing, whether it's teaching. Uh, how important as somebody who is pretty on point with their social media game is always like creating new content and stuff like that. How important do you think it is for a jiu-jitsu athlete? Do you think every jiu-jitsu athlete needs to have a like a big social media presence? Like I see some Brazilian competitors that I've never heard of and they're like a purple belt and I'm sure they're really good, but they've got like 33,000 followers on Instagram and I'm like, wow. Like, it's insane. Okay, so it's multiple things to respond to. Yes. Uh, you said I was on point with social media, and I don't really agree with that. I mostly, when the question comes up about my own social media, I only think about the things that I'm not doing that I feel like maybe I should be doing. But, like, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So the other thing is how important is social media? And I would say it depends on what you're trying to do in jiu-jitsu. Are you trying to uh, get big pro matches? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's fucking really important. In yeah. fact, the more skilled you are, but the shittier social media or whatever, it's really like a, like a brand identity, I guess, of your name. So I'm, maybe I'm answering that question instead of just social media specifically. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have good name recognition and you're really good, no one's going to have matches with you. Yeah. And that's happening in the UFC right now. Like Ryan Hall and I think uh, Leo Santos, two oh, really yeah. good jiu-jitsu guys, they're on the shelf right now. And they've been on the shelf for years because they don't uh, – Nobody no wants one, No one wants – you know, who, yeah. who's top 10, top 15 – Top twenty who wants to fight those guys who especially have, after that last Ryan Hall match exactly with great like, nobody like he figured out the the game so like yeah right. yeah he definitely figured out a game for himself yeah yeah there's a whole element of pro jiu jitsu and pro MMA which has nothing to do with like throwing punches and fighting and stuff it's like how do I just get the match that I want at the right time yeah yeah you know and that's a whole another conversation in itself so I, I would say it depends on what you're trying to do are you trying to make money fuck yeah it's important. Holy shit, it's important. It's, it's, unfortunately, it's probably the most important thing. It's more important than having tournament wins. You're trying to make money. Having a really good social media presence is way more valuable than having a really good competition record. Okay? And, mm-hmm. in fact, I would only go as far as to say as having a really good competition record is only as valuable as far as, like, making money into how, how it's going to play into your, uh, like, branding or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck name recognition i don't i don't really know all those terms but i think you get what i'm talking yeah. about um so yeah i would say it depends on what you're trying to do if you're a hobbyist and you have a great time doing jiu-jitsu you can not have a computer and you're still accomplishing like the goals that you're setting out to do in, in the sport or martial art or whatever get that breakpoint sc sponsorship yeah oh yeah 10 percent off 10 percent off yeah yeah if you get 10 percent off i get five percent off so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, I can't oh, believe that sorry. took off. You're kidding me. I can't believe that took off. That was like absolutely like the Herbalife of jujitsu. Yeah. Oh, I hope. Yeah. I hope. Hey, fuck Herbalife. I hope we get people that listen to this and like just fucking. Why did hate. they get you? 
No, man. Fuck that. What the fuck? Yeah. I just, Herbalife tries to shut us down. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Herbalife is like the Scientology of pyramid schemes. I feel crazy. bad because it affects Spanish people so yeah. much, dude. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Peop, like Spanish people, you go to Jackson Heights, they Herbalife their life out. Dude, my They Herbalife themselves. Herbalife. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's all Herbalife. And I see like people that I know like that are my age that have kids. Oh, my God. And their kids are wearing like an Herbalife shirt. And I'm like, sorry, Damn. little dude. You're in a pyramid scheme. you yeah. from the start, you know? You never had a chance. That's yeah. that's messed up, you know, and and it's like, I I got to keep my mom out of the like out of that stuff. Like um, she's like, yo, check this out. Like Avon when Avon was popping, oh, yeah. she wanted me to like go to school and tell my teachers and shit. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like, <laughs> you're crazy. Like this is not gonna make us any money. Like you just have like a box of Avon there. Yeah. Like no, no. Yeah. And then oh, Herbalife, oh, fuck oh my that. God. And I, I hate pyramid schemes because I'm for some reason I'm really into cults. I hate that shit. I'm really really into cults. Like I love cults. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason I don't love being part of them. I mean I'm part of a huge oh, cult. I'm in a so fucking I'm jujitsu to cult. Like, I drink the Kool Aid. Yeah. yeah, I drink the Kool Aid hard. But I love watching documentaries and stuff like that. So anytime I see a pyramid scheme, thankfully I'm pretty decent at recognizing them. Uh-huh. And there was one that was called uh, Vimo or some shit like that. It was like an energy drink in South Florida. So many of my friends just fucking deep throat of that. Oh, really? So hard. And I'm like, you guys do realize you're in a pyramid scheme. And they're like, nah, man, they're going to give you a BMW once you hit level two of this. No, and they would, I just got to get five people to sign up I, I under know, me. And crazy. then they got to get five up, people, which and they is would set easy because like, you know 10 people. business meetings. And they'd be like, it really mean a lot if you come support me. And I'd be like, it really mean a lot if you didn't ask me to come support yeah, you. That's yeah, that's you know? fucking. Yo, like, yeah. like you, like, oh, picture this. You're just yeah. like fucking chilling. And then suddenly like. Some girl from your high school hits you up, like, yeah. back in the day, and you're like, oh, what's up? Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, the next thing you know, they're like, hey, you know, uh, you know what would really help you right now? Like, <laughs> is if you Why don't you come up to my sol- bedroom? Sold and, uh, Herbalife. Yeah. <laughs> Check out this Herbalife. Check out this herb. No, but, like, it's like, if any of your, like, old friends from high school that you really didn't talk to talk to you... Like, they're probably trying to put you onto, like, a pyramid scheme yeah, or something. No, but these are friends of mine. Like, good friends of mine. Oh, really? That I, to this day, I this rub that shit dumb. in their face whenever I can. I'm like, yeah. hey, you guys remember when yeah. you fell for a pyramid scheme and thought this you were going to get a BMW? I was like, ah, where's your BMW? I was like, oh, no, never mind. I won't, I won't bring it up anymore. And then they're <laughs> like, like, where's you your car, to, bro? And, you like, and, I remember, and I remember telling them, I'm like, you guys realize you're in a pyramid scheme, right? They're like, dude, it's not a pyramid scheme. And it's like, I'm like... They're like, there was one kid that we knew that did get a BMW from it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, because he's the one that hustled all of you guys. Yeah. Wow. One out of the 25 he's of you the mothership. BMW. Yeah. He's the, he's the hustler. Like, you guys, I'm not signing up, dude. And I'm not buying your fucking energy drink. <laughs> you know? They're like, you just got to buy four cases of energy drinks to sign I, up. And, and then yeah. you could start selling them. Yeah. Like, get the fuck it's out crazy. of here, dude. Yeah. I mean, whatever. We went off on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, it's retarded. But, uh. I mean, the people who really made money off of that is whoever started Herbalife, <laughs> you know? They're going to be on one of those, uh, what was that show called? Dirty Money? Yeah. Dirty Money Season 2, Episode 1, Herbalife. <laughs> Just wait. Yeah. And then Episode 2 is going to be that preacher, dude. What's his name? Um, Joel Osteen. Episode three, McDojo's. Dude, Joel, have you guys seen the crowds that that guy Joel Osteen brings? Oh, yeah, dude. My mom, my mom, again, my mom, dude, like my poor mom. She's literally has like a little TV and she's just constantly watching Joel Osteen. And I'm like, and she's like, can you watch this? And I'm like, no, no, I'm going, I'm leaving. I'm not going to stand in the kitchen with you and watch this. Like, I I love you, mom. Sorry. It's like human hypnotization with these guys. Yeah. And they think, oh, it's crazy. 
but that's for another podcast. Quinn, do you have anything you want to shout out for our six listeners? Wait, wait. Our moms, our moms you, are pretty active on our Instagram yeah. and social no. media, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Instagram's super important. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to shout myself out. Uh, if For the one listener still listening to this, and which is probably just Fabian and myself. Yeah, we're going to listen yeah, to this over. Um, I had fun. So today's Monday. Wednesday, we're going to have John Calistine. What? <laughs> what can yeah. be so dangerous about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wednesday, we're going to have John Callison over. He's a, a ring bearer of the Shire. He's oh, man, the Shire. De- eventually defeating Sauron. Hey, if you guys want to uh, follow our Shire adventures, yeah, go and follow, follow at Shire page. BJJ. Yeah. We're eventually going to reset the password and have more I ask there. Sebastian almost every day to give me the password to Shire BJJ. And I almost remember to reset the password every day. It's I'm going to see if he's going to give it to me right after this. I'm probably not. Uh, also, follow us, Four Stringers. If you do like the podcast. <laughs> this is, like, this is yeah. like when you keep asking a girl. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely want to yeah. ha- I want to get that drink, but uh, I'm busy <laughs> I'm that busy. day. You're like, I didn't tell I'm you the busy. day. I'm busy. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> Uh, that hit too close to home. Uh, can we turn? Can we cut this? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, guys, tune in. If you're still, if you do, never like getting this, that. Password. I was doing Chris Elias podcast, and he constantly says, "Share this podcast if you like it." And I'm wondering, does that work? Share this podcast if you like it. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll be back on Wednesday, and if we're not, we'll be back eventually. Four stringers. Oh yeah, Wednesday, John Callistein. I just announced that, and you shook your head no as I was announcing it. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, follow at Pizza Jitsu oh, on Instagram. At, follow, follow at, at Sebastian Birdie. No, no, no. I'm I'm cool. We're good. You're I'm good. Kidding. Follow at Flavor Fabe. Follow at Flavor Fabe. Yeah. Don't don't fucking and then like smash the donate button that we don't have. <laughs> you don't have a donate button? No, no. I don't. On I your don't. personal profile. <laughs> I'm like, how does this benefit? Hey, go I'll fund me. Make us. <laughs> I need a donate button. <laughs> also, guys, we're gonna be starting a GoFundMe yeah. campaign for one of our teammates at ITC. His name's Javi. Uh, he just he needs shorts. Yeah, he needs shorts. He needs shorts. He refuses to not show up to a no gi competition class looking like full edgy bra, just straight up gi pants. pants and dude, and I didn't know what to do. One cool t-shirt. I, I fucking grabbed an ankle grip on him and I had a pistol grip under. Oh, I should let this go. Like it was have, his fault. Have you seen his feet though? Those are the most inkin feet I've ever seen in my That's life. That's gross. Yeah, okay. he was like made to mash berries. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> love you. All right, guys. We'll be back.